to get naked? Welcome back to part two of this podcast episode with Kelly Brown, producer of the Local Honey Holiday Mix and singer extraordinaire, music arranger, and all kinds of good things. She's my sister, and I've had the privilege of performing with her for a lifetime. As with siblings, there's a lot of silliness in this episode and... That chicken grilling? <laughs> it's defaulting to something on your phone. I have no idea okay. why. Right. Okay. If you haven't heard part one of this conversation, I want you to go back and listen to that so that you don't miss any of the good music that's in that and just some of the fun of the conversation and some great things that you can learn for your life and business about leadership and entrepreneurship. So hop over to nakedvibes.com and you'll find part one right before this one. I'm Kimberly Kane, and I'm so happy you're here. Before we get into it, let me tell you about an upcoming online gathering called Real Men Rocket. It is a happening just for you guys in the early part of next year to help you get really dialed in to your unique purpose and what you have to offer because your desires your particular way of seeing things, your energy are needed in this world, not in a way of an added responsibility on your shoulders, molded from everyone else's expectations of you, but in the way of greater freedom for you, freedom to operate from the foundation of your soul, your creative spark, that thing that's been in you since you were a kid and possibly locked away for a very long time. That thing is what you need to be bringing with you everywhere you show up in your work and in your relationships so you can be aligned with your core self. That's when your life becomes fulfilling. I'll be telling you more about it over the coming weeks and let you know when the doors are open for that. Here's what you can do to get an early bird discount. Become a part of the tribe. Join the realm. You'll get immediate access to the private online group where we can connect more deeply deeply and you can connect with one another off of social media. Just go to nakedvibes.com and you'll see join the realm tribe in the menu. Click on that. Naked vibes. I want to just let Kelly tell you about some experiences with the various different players that we've worked with and just how meaningful that's been. Well, it's very meaningful because um, we're talking about guys that, um, you know, we're talking about Andy Timmons. We're talking about um, Brian Wakeland of Polyphonic. We're talking about Freddie Jones, who's now playing the national anthem for the Cowboys. We're talking about the Roofer Brothers. We're talking about Mac Price, who's a producer. We're talking about David Castell as a producer. Um, there's so many and I mean, I, I don't have a list in front of me, but right. John Bryant from De yeah. Drum. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can, you should on. put, you should just put everybody's name in the show notes. But the, the point is I've always Afraid thought of some of the very best players and I've gotten to play with, gosh, there's so many um, amazing drummers that have come out of this town that went to North Texas. And oh yeah. Going on to be big bands and on, on shows and all kinds of stuff. But the best players are the most humble. Oh, it's true. And they don't have, they don't have to have egos. They're just, they're just very down to earth, kind, 
men. And, um, you know, when we're practicing in the den, you know, it's not like a big studio or anything. It's in my house. Um, we're just, we're just kids, you know, I mean, we're just Mm -hmm. having fun. It's just so much fun. It's joyful. It's a joyful thing. And you're right. These people, you know, some of them have been on stages in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And like you're saying, you know, they, they show up and want to do this holiday show because there's something about the way that it feels to do this music and to bring this joy to people. You know, and beyond that, Kim, it's also, it's an opportunity for them to still challenge themselves. Some of, Mm. some of these songs are like the, from the Nutcracker or whatever they're, they're, you know, they have to read yeah, and, or they have to really get their chops up to play a jazz song because they're not normally playing those songs. Now they were skilled and schooled in those things, but they're not playing them every day. It's not your daily stuff that that any of us are playing. And just, just equally, there might be one of them who is a jazz guy and he's not playing country. So it's fun for them to get outside of their boxes Mm -hmm. and, and they're all so skillful that we know they can pull it off. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Honestly, anything. I mean, like, you know, like talking about all the drummers that we've had, Mm -hmm. Alex Hahn, like what a beast. Mm -hmm. I mean, just as unbelievable. Just you, you know, such great communication with him, such intensity and such range as far as not just his genres that he can play in, but also his dynamic range. You know that no matter what you're doing, no matter what style it is, you are supported. And I was telling Mac the other day, the first time I ever played with Alex was at a church and it was a Jimi Hendrix song. It was like like, like Unity (laughs) Church or something like that. But I'd never played with him and I'm just looking in his eyes and and the communication was there. Yeah. And there he was. And I thought, okay, this guy's so solid. I can do whatever I want. Right. And for a singer to know that your band is that trustworthy. Mm. Uh, they're the net under the tightrope. So if you feel that trust, you can do whatever you want. I was going to say it allows you to to do whatever you want to be Be free. free. So these songs are not, even though they have a form and a structure and they're rehearsed in a certain Mm. way, if you decide that you want to break loose in Mm. the middle of Mm. one of them, because the audience is in a Mm -hmm. certain state, you can, and you know that this band is going to follow you there and support you through the whole thing. And another, another player I was talking about the other day is William Foley. Oh yeah. Piano player. And we grew up with a mother who could play. So I grew up in a house that had an accompanist at all times, no matter what I had to sing for, she could run it with me. And an accompanist is different than a player. Yes. Uh, They listen to you and they work with you and it's a conversation within itself. And he always says, he knows where I am because of the way I breathe. I, it's just the way we talk, and I trust him implicitly. I mean, he's just going to be there. So that's so interesting. being able to have those kind of people is just mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's just such a such an honor. It, it really. is an honor, and I mean, and you got like Brian Wakeland mm-hmm. when he's playing with us, like style. which we're doing this year. The style, oh, and the then, then I, so the other, and the other thing I was saying is, you know, back in the day, you know, and frankly, Scarlet being in Deep Ellum and watching yeah. these bands, these were our favorite bands to watch. Yeah, I mean, we were fans of theirs, yes, and also friends of theirs. But you know, you'd go across the street to Trees, or you know, if you're at Dada, they're at Trees, or they're on the third set, or whatever, and and you're all sharing that night, playing your own gigs, right, and watching each other. 
And these are people we've known for, for Forever. a long time. Yeah. Well, like you mentioned, Andy Timmons. Mm-hmm. Like I just remember, and I get the luxury usually where my position is on stage is usually next to the lead guitar player. So I'm usually between you and the lead guitar player. So I remember standing next to Andy Timmons and his presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he gets up on his toes and just yeah. everything is just all that energy yeah. coming out of him. And Reggie Roofer kind of does the same thing, but just looking over at him and seeing the energy that's coming through and the joy mm-hmm. and you can feel it. And yeah. that's just what makes this. And he's, you know, he's besides that, you know, he's also uh, got that kind of mind where he's very capable of managing the whole situation you know he was yeah. Olivia Newton-John's music director for yeah, a while and just so, lost her yeah and so he's all of that but then yet let's put him in my den and between songs you hear beep 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 <laughs> beep 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 beep, beep. Chiggedick, and he's playing roller coaster just <laughs> just for fun just for fun just for fun just to break so, it up <laughs> again the beasts that we know that are yeah. these players are also very playful fun, humble people. Right. And, you know, the other cool thing about it is that I know that we've heard from these musicians a lot is going back to what you said, a lot of these people were all fans of each other going way, way back a lot of years. And the cool thing is you don't get to play with everybody. Each person has their own band. And this has been the kind of project, like it, we have so many great photos from backstage with people hanging out together because like you said, this is a party and they're getting to be with one another in ways uh, that they that they haven't been in, mm-hmm. in at any other time. Mm-hmm. So it's a great Christmas party. Yeah, it is. And much like um, the way a lot of us have come to know each other in the studio, being pulled onto a project, an album project or something, we're outside of our own worlds doing that. And this is a live version of that. Yeah. And let's just, you know, I think we can't even talk about this without talking about the uh, unexpected fun of Freddie Jones showing up. Oh, yeah. Freddie Jones is a man of many faces and many places. He is all over. Well, he's all over the globe, actually, but he's <laughs> he, he honestly is all over the globe, but he's all over the Metroplex for sure here in Dallas. And he always wants to play. And he's like, Kelly, I, I'm going to be in Addison. And then I've got another gig in Fort Worth, but I think I can come by. <laughs> can make it. And so literally someone, one of our friends, not stagehands, because everybody that does this show is, is, you know, is part of the, part of the team, uh, may signal me that he's here and he will uh, come on. And all I know is Freddie's going to do a solo and I'll let you know what it is and what key it's in. And everybody is usually like, is Freddie coming? And we're like, well, and our guys are good enough to just fall in, you know, and or Freddie will just do it on his own or he'll play both trumpets at once, which is a big, crowd favorite. Oh, of course. Well, and yeah. you're like, what's Freddie going to do? Not mm-hmm. well, we, yeah. we'll find out when he's up there. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> we do not know. We don't know. But what that's Freddie just is. all a part of the fun of the show. The other thing about this show, you know, like I said in the beginning, we talk about the the players and the skills that it takes to do this. And I want to talk about for a minute here, uh, just because there are people who listen to the podcast, obviously, who are not musicians. They're music lovers. But 
entrepreneurs and leaders in different areas. And um, I mentioned the leadership skills that it takes to do something like this, because, you know, when you're talking about a show like this, uh, this is not a core band that's touring together and playing together all the time, and especially not this material. So it takes a lot to wrangle a show like this and to put it together and to take a lot of really brilliant minds who are independent thinkers and pull them together. So talk for a minute about what this has taught you in terms of leadership skills. Well, (laughs) there are a lot of realms of leadership, I guess, that go on, or I should say entrepreneurial aspects that go on here. Uh, the band is just one of many. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to booking and working with the theater and dealing with lights and sound and stage, that's one thing. This is not something that I can do out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. So it's also, we've got some amazing and wonderful sponsors who have continued to sponsor us. They are just generous and wonderful. And they're, they're also people who come to the show. Um, and then there's the marketing aspect and the promotion aspect and and there's materials that have to be produced in order to do that. Uh so it's a lot of hats and as far as the the guys go, it is kind of like a marketing plan. You just look at a timeline. I start with blackout dates. When can you not be available? Mm-hmm. Cuz there's a lot it's of people. It's just that's one thing I've learned. Um I I don't start with, you know, when can y'all come here? It's just like when can you not? Mm-hmm. And then I look at my my calendar and I know what those days are. And then I find the common ground and then we work from there. And, you know, sometimes musicians are squirrely and sometimes <laughs> you, you've got to be, you've got to be more of a talent agent or a manager. And sometimes you got to make a tough call. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. happened. Right. Um, sometimes you have to just kind of lay it down. But for the most part, again, these are professional individuals. They really just need scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have, I always say I need to clone myself, especially day of show because day of show, I just want to sing, but we've got VIPs and we've got, you know, sponsor tables and this kind of stuff. And so we have friends that kind of take over for that. And I have notebooks, um, redundant notebooks and for everybody. So one, and with, uh, you know, phone numbers and this and that, and one year, I believe a trombone player didn't make it. We mm-hmm. had, we, we split it. We had an intermission. We had two sets, didn't make it. And one of our people called him because she had the information and his car didn't work. And so she's like, can I get you a cab we or an get, Uber? We've got, you know, a solution for I, that. In other words, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I guess, I guess, you know, when you look at, at the whole, the bigger picture of what this is like on a grand scale, right. that's why there are handlers. That's right. why there are, are personal assistants. That's why you've right. got people who, yeah. So, so we've so kinda, much happens. Yeah, we got to do all of that, and we've got to put people in those in those places because we can't be in all those places, especially not at the show. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there are the things that you can't do anything about. Like, uh, fortunately, this has only been one time, but we had an ice storm one year, shut the show down completely. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> When things are really, really, really like so, so, so bad, yeah, is when I'm calm because you and can't I, do anything about it. It's a God thing. It it's is. like it's well beyond my 
my means. So all I can do is turn it over to God. And I really didn't realize, but I had a lot of players tell me they couldn't believe how well I handled it. And that gave them calm. Sure. Which was, which was weird because you can't see yourself in that situation. I almost want to say it's a adrenaline or something that takes over and, and spirituality, but, um, but there wasn't anything we could do. So then you got to get on the phone and scramble and actually find quite a few players to pinch hit the next night. And we had some wonderful guys to came in and read charts and did just a great job. Mm -hmm. So that was disappointing for us because you get that adrenal rush for day of show and you're ready and you're on ready. And it's like, it's like a fighter pilot on a, on a ship, you know, it's like, you're there, you're ready to go. You're ready to go. And you don't go. And all afternoon, you're like, okay, I think we're going to get power back on. I think it's coming back on. And then the next day, there it was. So um, you had to kind of bring all that back up. But I still look at helium mylar balloons (laughs) and just curse them. (laughs) Santa! (laughs) Apparently, it was a... I didn't understand at the time. It was the Granada Theater. And uh, Julia was saying, it was that Santa balloon. I didn't know what she was talking about. But it apparently found its way around some kind of... uh, thing on a on a on an electrical pole electrical pole and oh it God. shorted out the whole thing it was a santa balloon so santa you know what cursed i us. never actually knew that <laughs> santa cursed us on that show i'll say man <laughs> wow it and blew out that whole block of greenville avenue wow yep. it could be perhaps his shoes were too tight it could be his head wasn't screwed on just right but i think the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch You're a bad banana with a greasy black Take the seasick crocodile. 
You're a rider, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful sucks. Your heart's a dead tomato spot with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich arsenic with arsenic sauce. Drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable. Tangled up in Of unwashed socks, your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and stink, I quote: stink, 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 I couldn't help myself on that one, y'all. After hearing her tell that story, it suddenly made me go, oh, well, yeah, we've got to put the Grinch in here. And it's funny, out of all of the songs that we've ever recorded, that is the most downloaded. People have told us that they get sick of hearing it in the summertime with their kids wanting to hear it over and over again in the car. (laughs) Sorry. I will put a download link in the show notes on nakedvibes.com so you can get it, but you might want to just keep it away from the kids if you don't want to get sick of it. (laughs) As you guys know, I love to bring you music that lifts you up, that stimulates you, brings you joy, gets your juices flowing. (laughs) And I love to do that in other ways too, to bring you meditations and inspiration and exercises and anything that I can do to help you along in your life journey, because we're all in this together. I know that others help me and I want to pass that along. So I would love for you to become a subscriber on Apple Podcasts or on nakedvibes.com because I'll be posting extra episodes, bonuses that will help you in all of your endeavors, your relationships, your career. And in turn, you'll be helping me keep the podcast going. We're in this together. And I love that you're here. I would love for you to join us for the live show, the Local Honey Holiday Mix in Dallas, Texas. But I know that won't be possible for most of you listening to the podcast. So 
I have just decided spontaneously to do a little online party, just a little gathering where we can be together live inside my private group space, The Realm, on December 21st. We'll have some music, you can bring your favorite beverage, and we'll hang out. You have to sign up so I can send you a coupon code for my Christmas party in the realm. Go over to NakedVibes.com and you'll find a link in the show notes. And for all my listeners in Australia where it's summertime right now, you're invited to join us anyway. The more the merrier, mate. Hmm, might need to work on that accent a little bit. (laughs) Don't judge too harshly. Here's more from Kelly Brown of Local Honey and some more music. Yeah, that was a night. And I, but that's a really great story and great example of how sometimes leadership skills, sometimes that means showing how to let go of the things that you can't control instead of going crazy about them. And, you know, the comments that you got back, you end up leading people from a place of peace, which honestly, So much of this show, one of the things that I wanted to get to was talking about the why, the meaning. The reason for the season. That's it. Yeah. Um, Well, and that's the other thing. You know, you and I both grew up in the Methodist church, and this is a Christian holiday for us, although we were taught to think for ourselves and broadly. and there's there's a big broad spectrum there um and therefore i don't think the show is just closed down to this just christian here we go we're going to sing some carols yeah, not it's all. not it's an, it's <laughs> it's a broader it's joy in the season for everybody to come and yet because of what we believe there is some sacred music in in the set i always want there to be uh, but it's not the bulk of the show. Right. But it is the spirit of the show. Right. And I think that uh, also because, you know, churches are full to the brim on Easter and Christmas. Right. And there are so many people who feel like they cannot come to church mm-hmm. because they don't feel worthy or they don't, they've, they've just been. They feel like it's around. a group that they're outside or, of. Or and- the church has not served them well. Right. You know, organized religion has not served them well. So it's not for everybody, but family, spirit, giving, universality, just Mm -hmm. all of that is important. And so I think that that's what we all want to bring. And I think that's what happens. And that's the very thing that happens among players in a band. Yes. They don't have to all come from the same head space, but when they're playing music together, there's this unity that happens and it's pretty magical. And that's kind of what happens with our audience. I think it really is. They can feel it. And, you know, for me, one of the favorite songs that we do, and you know, we don't do the same songs every year, but we've done this one quite a bit and I love it so, so much. Which one are you thinking? I'm just wondering what you're going to say. You're wondering. Okay. So we're talking about, I mean, this show runs an eclectic, it, it goes from- The list is huge. You know, yes, it's huge. It's huge. It goes from, from Bessel Whorehouse in Texas, Dolly Parton's Hard Candy Christmas to- To the kinks, to, I mean, it's, it's, it's got, got everything. It's, it got, I, mean, I mean, yeah, we've like punk rock stuff, the waitresses, and then 
these amazing versions of, for me, joy to I knew the world. Be, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. so, um, See, so it's just joyful. We got to bring, we got to bring Mac Price into this because every gotta, time yeah. I have a big idea, I'm like, Mac, we got to do this. And quite often, if I want strings and horns, that's the main reason I, I'm like, I want strings and horns. Yeah. They're not going to come play by ear. They need the ink on the page. Right. And for that, I need, um, I need a kind of a, a maestro conductor to, right. to guide them. But then I also need someone to chart it out, which has been, um, it's been Bruce Richardson a lot of times as mm-hmm. a trumpet player. So yeah, Mac and I, I, that's a hybrid of something pretty wild that Whitney Houston did and some way that I perceived uh, <laughs> and we got it down and there's, it's a lot of fun parts. There's a lot of vocals in that. So it's so many fun parts. It's like, and yeah, having the music to it is essential on that one. <laughs> but yeah. you know, just when you showed that to me and will you sing just the way it starts? Because it's so great. So it starts nice and slow and kicks in, bam. But mm-hmm. I want you to, I want you to just give us the, the joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive a king. Let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven, let heaven heaven and nature heaven and nature Sing, bum, 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 then it kicks bum. in. Yeah, everybody sing joy. It's just such beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, um, she served me chili <laughs> before. It's like what time is it? It's eleven o'clock, eleven p.m. And Kim said, "Come on, we have some chili." So I just had I some chili. Some, she's been cursing me for and saying I'm sitting. <laughs> anyway, those are those are my excuses. But oh, yeah, God, the other thing it. that's cool about recording some of these is I'm able to give you a track of just your part. Oh yeah, I love and that. And then give love somebody that. and the guys a track of just their parts. Yeah. And it's easier to Oh, it's so much easier. easier so that way we, because you know, obviously on on something like this, we don't and people have asked me this before. No, we don't come together over and over and over as a full we band. Th- these are professional players. They are so busy this season. And so Kelly does an amazing job. She and Mac both of sectioning this out into, you know, you have the string section and the horn section. You got the core band and then we've got vocal rehearsals so that when we all do come together as a full band, Everybody is on. There's no learning well, anything there. I w- I wish that this was like a band band where you all got together and rehearsed. And I got know, really me tight. too. I do. But <laughs> these are not those kind of players. These are these guys are awesome. They're playing with the symphony and tonight and yeah. tomorrow night. They're doing a club. So gig. that's one thing you asked earlier about management. That's one thing I learned early on. It's like I'm not going to get them all the time. No. So for me, what is going to work, which is going to be my core people. Getting, yeah. getting that down. And then I'm going to have some vocal rehearsals and then I'm going to work with a fiddle player and the wind guy. And, and then in the end, we'll kind of put it together. Yeah. So I guess I learned that from being in band in junior high, yeah. which is sectionals. Sure. You know, and thinking about this meaning of the season and where we come from. And you mentioned our amazing 
mother who was an in-house accompanist. And so, you know, we, we grew up our first introduction really, besides the fact that we were always listening to music, that was just a part of our lives from the time we came into the world. Um, but our father, was a singer and performer. That's not what he did for a living, but that was something that was a big part of his life. And our mother accompanied him on piano and she was a great accompanist. And so she at some point said, Hey, I've got some backup singers for you. And he's like, Oh, great. That'd be great. And she said, it's Kim and Kelly. And <laughs> it was like, boom, our first time on stage, we were children and that was it. We were on and never wanted to stop doing that. And so they both were instrumental in creating, helping create this life for us and this love of music and teaching us the fundamentals. And when our mother was passing, which this was in 2011, and it was in November. And so we're already into the the state of preparing for the show. And this was a very, very tender time. And we were there at the house at mother and daddy's house. And, uh, you know, she, she was in the state that she was in in hospice. And Kelly said, let's, you know, let's take a break. I want to play you this song I've been working on. And so we got in the car and we drove around in the neighborhood and it was lightly snowing. And she played this song for me that has just become so dear to my heart because of what it's connected to. And I want to play this song for you here. Um, Kelly, do you want to say anything about this beforehand? I did not remember that. Mm. And I know the song is tainted with pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm guessing that's why, <laughs> Yeah. but you, it's funny how that, that those emotions find their way into what you're working on. But no, I did not recall that story. So probably because it was such a deep and difficult time for both of us that sometimes, you know, all of the things that feed into what creates music. I mean, where it's coming from, it's coming from the soul, from the spirit and yeah. what's, what's happening at the time. But it, it was a very poignant moment for me being in the car and watching the snow come down. And then you putting this arrangement that you'd been working on it, it just touched me so deeply. And uh, so I want to play it for you here and then we can talk about it after. This is from the Jingle CD and this is the title song, Jingle.
That was Jingle, and you can find a link for it in the show notes on nakedvibes.com. Do you want to say anything else about that song? No need. (laughs) Because it kind of says it. So I have to tell you, when (laughs) we took a break there to play that song... (laughs) That's when the craziness happens behind the scenes. <laughs> and Kelly's telling me her story that she sees about me enjoying having my own radio show, my own TV show. In her bedroom. <laughs> we're not actually in the bedroom, but we're close by. <laughs> That's right. Close enough. I guess it just steps away from the bedroom. That's right. We're close enough that we can you know, wear the, wear the jammies. (laughs) So we're getting ready for this show and this is going to be a fun month where I'm going to just introduce some behind the scenes things from our rehearsals and everything that usually goes on in December and in preparation for this show. And I'll be bringing you that over this month and I hope you enjoy it. I'll tell you one thing that happened. We've, we've picked this show back up and I can't really even say post COVID because that would be like saying post flu. Once it happens, you just kind of hear, but it's post lockdown. Let's put it that way. We had to stop the show just like everything stopped. Live music stopped. Uh, and what was that? 2020, Kelly, was that 2020 when the lockdown started with COVID? I guess, because this is 22 and this is our second show since then. So we couldn't do a show in 2020. And so what we did, though, is that people were hungry for music. They needed, we all needed music to soothe our souls, to uplift us. And a lot of people who come to the show, a lot of fans and a lot of Kelly's neighbors, especially, were saying, isn't there something that you can do, something that you can give to us? So uh, talk about for a minute how that, what transpired well, from there. Well, at the last minute, we decided to have a porch party. <laughs> I've got a great porch. It's stage size. Yeah. And I got went to the hardware store a lot, <laughs> hung some lights to kind of make you know, make it look like a stage and just call everybody up. And we just kind of, we didn't rehearse. We called it rehearsal, but it was, you know, yeah, we just, we just did a set on the porch and neighbors were there. And I think you live streamed it. I did. So I actually live streamed it on Facebook because obviously this wasn't, you know, any kind of paid show. It was just like, Hey, here's some music. And in fact, you can hear Reggie Roofer in the beginning of it. Uh, you know, off mic saying, this is called a wing and a prayer show (laughs) because that's what we were doing. We just, we just showed up on the porch and we played for people. And what ended up happening was, I mean, it was just, it was a blessing for everyone, for those watching, for us being able to do it and live streaming it on Facebook and people being able to see it. And I can also put a link to that in the show notes. So just tune in to nakedvibes.com where you can really get a lot of links to these things and 
and hear the songs, be able to download them. And, you know, unless there's anything in particular, Kelly, that you would like to say about the show, about the season. I think you've said it all. Fantastic. (laughs) Should I let people know that you're in green (laughs) Valua? I'm in my Santa suit, but she's it's in, green. She's in Valua in in the spirit of the season. I'm in Sconston Velvet. She's in Velvet. <laughs> this is the Naked Vibe Show. I've been here with my sister, Kelly Brown, and I am so grateful for all the years of music that we've been able to create and perform together. I feel so honored to be able to be a part of this show that she produces. And it's just such a wonderful thing. So keep tuning in the rest of this month because I've got a lot of great treats for you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Kim, for having me. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I would love and appreciate it if you would become a patron of the podcast. And by doing that, you get a bonus episode every month for just $5. Go to NakedVibes.com and sign up for that right now. You have the freedom to be naked and unashamed about who you truly are. Stand in the truth, love big, and you are aligned with the greatest power in the universe. I'm Kimberly Kane, and this is Naked Vibes. Naked Vibes.